Welcome back to Last Ones at the Bar. This is Daniel. I'm here with Will and Lavelle. We'll be doing this episode a little bit differently. Uh, This will be sort of a hybrid episode. As you know, we record on Sundays. And so uh, as of the recording, the Mayweather-Logan Paul fight has not occurred yet. So what we're going to do is we have one topic to discuss. We're going to talk about the upcoming trilogy fight with Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury and catch our YouTube channel. And we'll actually be doing individual recaps of the three major fights on the Logan Paul Mayweather fight, the Chad Johnson fight, the Jared Hurd, Luis Arias fight. And the actual main event itself. So catch us there. Uh, We'll wrap a little bit about the trilogy fight here. And everything else will be on the YouTube channel. So definitely like and subscribe there. But without further ado, we will go ahead and get to the Fury and Wilder fight. On July 24th, next month, we have a heavyweight bout that's coming up that's set to happen. Uh, This is the third bout. Uh, against from uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Uh, how you guys see this fight going? What do you see happening in the, you know in this upcoming bout? Uh, so Tyson Fury's 30 0 and 1, 21 knockouts, six foot nine, two seventy three. As of last fight, eighty five inch reach, thirty two years old. Deontay Wilder, 42 and 1, 41 knockouts, six seven, two thirteen. As of last fight. 83-inch reach, 35 years old. I sighed at the beginning of, of, of mine because I f- personally feel like Wilder just went about this the wrong way. Um, there's two better ways he could have went about this. The first way would have been right after firing Mark Breland in September, October, to hire a trainer you trust immediately and go back to the drawing board with them, watch the tape from the second fight, and, and start addressing the things you did wrong. The second way would have been after he went to arbitration, if the option was there, take the step aside money, and there would have been a lot of it, and then set up some kind of agreement where you do a two-note fight, and then you fight the, the winner of Fury and AJ at the end of the year. That way, you're shaking off the ring rust, and you have two camps with your new trainer. But up to this point, Wilder hasn't really given me any reason to believe he'll be any differently. I mean, even when I was looking up the stuff to, to, to get my notes together for this topic, as of yesterday, he was on IG Live still talking about the whole gloves thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, it's not even worth discussing that because the fact of the matter is, like, you got to move forward at this point and look towards your third fight. Uh, from what I see, he seems to be setting his ways. He hasn't given himself the time to work on anything that'll give him a realistic edge. And so, you know, I give him a puncher's chance, but reality of it is he had trouble fighting off his back foot. Uh, because he got bullied. So the reality of it is, and Fury was already training for the AJ fight. So the reality is, Fury will probably bully him and force him to fight off his back foot again. Um, and I think Fury said he's going to stop him earlier this time. And Fury, up to this point, has done what he said he's going to do. So I'm going I'm to go Fury stoppage in the fourth round. Wow, that's a bold and accurate prediction. You might <laughs> pretty sure you're going to put some money on that. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I look at this fight in three different ways, uh, and 
I think actually Wilder played this correctly. I think the timing of it is correctly, and, and that goes into his case. Because I'm gonna look at this. I'm gonna look at this three ways. I'm gonna look at the case for Fury, the case for Wilder, and then I look at the unknowns. So the case for Fury in this fight, um, he's both he stopped Wilder once, pretty much, and even in the first fight, first fight he outboxed him for 12 rounds. You know, he, he's pretty much round for round. He can, he can beat Wilder. He already proved that he can beat Wilder by boxing him, and he can beat him by bullying him in a way. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a mental battle that, that he's kind of won. Um, then he, then even not only that, Fury's the only guy who actually got up from Wilder's punches and actually recovered, you know, fully and fought back after it. Um, it's almost like when, when, uh, Shane Mosley hurt Floyd Mayweather and Mayweather came back and Mosley just fell apart right after that in a way. So there's a mental battle that I think Fury is kind of head on. Then he, Tyson Fury, we all know he fights to the level of opponent. Uh, whenever he doesn't look, he looks lackluster and doesn't train as much. It's because of the level of opponent that he's been fighting. Um, but w- when it comes to, you know, opponents like Klitschko, Deontay Wilder uh, and other guys like that, even Anthony Joshua, he, he really, really trains and he really, you know, puts himself out there. He's mentally preparing himself, psyching himself and everything. So I think Fury, Fury does have a case for winning. Now, the case for Wilder, Wilder always, gonna, first and foremost, he has that racer. He could always throw that racer harder and put Fury down and Fury not get up. You know, it's always going to be there, no matter how much his skills deteriorate, whether he even, Wilder doesn't even have, to, whether Wilder trains or not, that racer is like homegrown, is always there, is always dangerous. And, and Tyson Fury will be a nutcase to think that Wilder can't knock him out. Then Wilder is hungry. He's hungry to erase that loss. He's hungry to, to prove it's a, a, a fluke. He's hungry to, to, to really go after Fury and win this fight. I've never seen him that focused on winning a fight. Then, first and foremost, is the timing of it. I think where Wilder has an advantage, Fury was preparing, preparing for Joshua. And when you're preparing, even though he'll be trained, when you're preparing for one opponent and you, and you change to another opponent, that could have a detrimental effect depending on how they fight. We saw this with Anthony Joshua when he was preparing for uh, big baby Jarrell Miller. Uh, and they switched it to uh, last minute because of Miller fell in a drug test. He ended up with uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. as a replacement, and we saw what happened there, where Ruiz stopped uh, Anthony Joshua. Uh, some of that could have been him preparing for one opponent and getting another one, and like, wow, because I already knew because of that late replacement, it, it was either it, it was either going to be bad for Ruiz or bad for Joshua, and it, it ended up being bad for Joshua. And and, and then um, I think. Fury can be too, a little too overconfident and believe that, man, I got this fight, you know, and while confidence is good going against someone like uh, Deontay Wilder, because that shows you're not intimidated by him to be overconfident and think that he can't win is a mistake. Um, and also for, for one of the other cases I, for Fury that I forgot, um, th- this, go, this goes into the mental battle a little bit. Whenever you think that somebody is, has some extra <laughs> it's like it's like that means that you, you can't deal with the fact that that they they can win they or they can do something so it's a mental battle that i think fury has an advantage in but then there's unknowns you know th- there's the malik scott 
as a trainer, we've seen Wilder on the past. He's learning how to use rhythm. We don't know how that what's going to happen to that, how it's going to help him um, until he gets in that ring. That can work for him, and he can be better, or he actually be worse because he's thinking too much, and that takes away from who he is, which is you know that one punch killer. You know he's gotten this far just relying on that racer, and if you change him, sometimes you change fighters this late when they're in like in their thirties, it can have a detrimental effect. Um, then he hasn't had a, you know, he's had this time off since that last fight for Fury. That can work for him or, or against him. He's rested, but at the same time, he hasn't had that fight to really get back in the groove. He hasn't been in the ring with anyone. He hasn't got a, a knockout on his, re- on his record to show that I'm still here. Um, so it, it's 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 a, um, a unknown because we don't know how that's gonna gonna play out until he's in that in that ring. And then there's Wilder's mental state. We don't know that can we don't know how he is mentally or or how he's recovering from this loss until we see it in the ring. You know, sometimes uh like for example when we saw Mike Tyson against Evander Holyfield, when that rematch happened, you could tell Mike Tyson was just still broken up from that loss. He never really recovered from it and he was never really motivated to win. You know, he stepped in that ring and he and he saw that Holyfield was still the same as he was in the first fight. He just fell apart. But also, this can motivate fighters, and Wilder could become better because he's just so focused and saying, hey, "Look, I'm gonna erase this guy." And I can see Wilder even taking Fury out in the first round, <laughs> in the first minute, and say, "Hey, that's it. You know, I proved it." Uh, it, it could be Roy Jones, uh, Roy Jones, Montel Griffin style. You know, when Griffin was so overconfident coming in that fight, and Roy Jones was like, "Look, I'm gonna show people who I am," and I can see that. Now. What I think is going to happen because it's a lot of unknowns and it's, it's, it's really, really many. So my prediction is I think this fight will go more. It'll, it'll be a mixture of the first and second fight, but I think it'll be more like the first fight. And I think Fury will come off the ground and he'll probably either stop Wilder late or outbox him for 12 rounds. But I, I'm pretty sure he's going to. Wilder is going to make a statement in that first two or three rounds. He might put Fury down. And I believe that may happen. So that's my prediction. All right. So the way I look at it, you know, as I think about these things, both of these guys, well, Wilder, 41, 42-1, 41 with one draw against Fury. The one loss also to Fury and Fury is 30-0 with the, loss, with the draw to Wilder with 21 KOs. Fury 6-9. 85 inch reach, 32 years old. Wilder's 35, 6'7, um, out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And like I said, both of them, their last fight was December or February 22nd, 2020, against one another. Wilder's very athletic, has that unique style, and then he has that decapitating punching power. Fury, on the other end, is multifaceted, he can box. He has a herky-jerky movement that he uses, and he can fight off the ropes, counter, he rough house, uh, pretty much do everything but slug it out. And he has a high boxing IQ. Now, these guys, when I look at this fight, as you say, Bill, there's so many different ways that you can look at this, right? Because they fought 18 and a half rounds against each other so far. And you can make the case. Some people make the case that Wilder only won two rounds. They'll say that he won that ninth and the 12th round, where I think he won more like four rounds in their first fight. But um, Fury is definitely up, you know, 
over 10 rounds in comparison to Wilder. Um, probably like 14 at the at the least, right? And so if Wilder is if he's gonna win this fight, one thing for sure that he can't allow to happen. I can't see him beating Fury if Fury is the aggressor in a fight because he doesn't have the ability. The only time I seen him win a fight like that was against Spilker when he was against the ropes and then he landed that debilitating right hand that sent Spilker to the hospital. But I don't think that Fury is going to make himself vulnerable like that being the aggressor and he's so much bigger and so much stronger that that would spell trouble for the Bronx um, bomber. So as far as Wilder, he's going to have to start early, right? He's going to have to land something early. He also has to use the jab effectively. And most importantly, like he doesn't even have to really land a jab, but he definitely has to keep using it, you know, uh, change the speeds on the jab. And then, you know, uh, potentially that'll keep Fury kind of off balance, right? And then potentially combine them and then land that big shot that he's looking for. He also has to use feints, you know, switch things up a little bit. And then um, I also think he probably needs to not just look for the home run all the time, like switch up speeds on that right hand too, just to land something, to put something on Fury, just to keep them off balance a little bit. But it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult for a couple of reasons. Because looking at the fights that they've had so far, Fury has had the advantages in pretty much every way possible on the outside inside, mid-range, moving forward, boxing. And so, you know, obviously Fury is just a better all-around fundamentally sound fighter. And although this fight is the third fight and Fury has had the lone victory, I think this fight is going to be the one for all of the marbles because there's something else you guys mentioned, that Wilder obviously thinks that Fury cheated, not in just the second fight, but he thinks he cheated in both of the fights. And so he has that going. And a lot of fans don't believe anything Wilder is saying. So if Fury, like, does away with Wilder, if he just wins this fight, then it's going to, like, whatever Wilder was talking about, you can throw that stuff out the window. And then Wilder will more so have a case if he's able to defeat uh, Tyson Fury. Now, when it comes to this type of thing, like a third fight and adjustments that need to be made, typically – going into one of these fights, it's the boxer who has the advantage because they can switch up things and they're more used to fighting different ways and it's not the puncher. The other thing Wilder's going to have going against him is will he be able to make adjustments this late in his career, being 35 years old? Can you teach an old dog new tricks? So that's going to be the interesting thing about this. And to be honest with you, I would lean towards Fury because all of the rounds I've seen so far, he looks like each round that I've seen so far, he looks like he's been getting the better of Wilder. And it just looks like his movements, his body rhythm, it kind of throws Wilder off where he can't do what it is that he wants to do. And Fury, when he wants to take the lead, when he wants to do certain things, he can do it against Wilder, but Wilder can't do that against him. So in that regard, I would lean towards Fury. But you also have to take into consideration the motivation factor. I haven't seen Wilder you know, talk like this in a long time. You know, if I've ever seen him talk like this, it's like this man really wants to do some serious damage on Tyson Fury. And if he's able to funnel all of that energy that he has and, you know, throw some shots that, you know, keep up a pace where he's throwing things that somehow, some way, 
one of those right hands touch Fury and the way he's going to be throwing them, then, you know, again, that could spell trouble for Fury. I don't know, but I don't know how long all that built up energy is going to last. If Fury is able to make it out of those early rounds, will he have anything left? So it's a lot of questions here as far as what the outcome of the fight is going to be. But if I was a betting man, just based on what I've seen so far, I would lean towards Fury by probably a decision, maybe a late round stoppage, because I can see Wilder just having too much built up um, animosity towards Tyson Fury and just the whole situation where he can just run out of gas. But I think this is going to be probably the most intriguing of the fights that we've had so far. I don't know if it's going to be the best fight, but that first fight was really good. So if I was to make a prediction today, um, I'm rooting for Wilder. I hope he wins. I hope he gets his revenge. But I would lean towards Fury by, again, late round stoppage, 12-round decision. Anybody else have anything? Nah, it's, it's pretty cut and dry. All right. So um, I think we can wrap things up. But, again, as far as that Floyd Mayweather, um, Paul fight that's taking place Sunday, you can go ahead and catch that on YouTube. Um, one of us or all of us will do a recap of that. But, unfortunately, we can't do that because it's going to be so late that we'll record that after the fight and just send that straight to YouTube. Anything else you guys got before we wrap things up? Just a few quick hitters that I noted um, while I was looking for some other stuff. But Clarissa Shields has her MMA de debut this upcoming Thursday, I believe. Uh, whatever June 10th is, I think it's Thursday. Um, so that's happening. And uh, we mentioned him before, but shout out Troy Isley out of Alexandria. Same boxing gym as Shakur Stevenson. He is fighting on uh, Shakur's prelims. Uh, order around 6.30 Eastern on this uh, upcoming Saturday. That's all I got. What about you, Val? No, nah, nah, I'm good. Good to go? Well, we're going to go ahead. We're going to wrap things up. You know, I'm going to get back on these mimosas like I'm supposed to. <laughs> yeah, and me you, too. <laughs> you all enjoy your mother. Peace. All right, peace.